With me is my amazing co-host, Dr. Angel. That's who you are. I thought you were going to forget my name tonight. Usually I I, forget who I am. Yes, it's you that forget that, not me. Hey, so glad to have you all with us tonight. Fantastic. We're starting a new series tonight. This is live radio which we love don't we we sure do so any of you that want to call in and comment and get involved please do just uh the best way to do it is call in to 727-441-3000 and uh we will be happy to receive your call tommy will answer the phone and patch you through if you have a comment or a question or want to get involved uh that's one way to do it and we are Always excited to uh, start a new series, are we not? Oh, we always are excited. Why is that? That's why is it so fun to start a new series? Ah, there's a freshness that happens with oh, the is new that series. It? Yeah, it's yeah. a new topic, new series. It's always yeah, an exciting. Yeah, it is, isn't Intro it? Intro night and right. Sure. Okay, I'm getting my numbers or my little there. Much better. Got it set now. Okay, so um, yeah, new new series. Um, we have a whole lot of series on our website, and that is uh, goyard2014.org, O-R-G, if you want to go there and check out some of those and listen to some past shows. But you can get a lot of podcasts right here at tantalknetwork.com. Oh, yeah. Go to podcasts. Go to the name of this show, Go Yard. So we had an interesting show last week with your dad. Yes, we sure did. <laughs> and we also had uh, we had some problems, didn't we, with we sound did, uh, last week? The, feed, the sound feed wasn't going into our Facebook Live, so those, right. that audience wasn't able to hear through Facebook. Yeah, but tonight you should be, and if you're having any problems, Problems, uh, then let us know. But it's it was we tested it. It was all good before we started the show tonight, right? Yes. So tonight we're talking about thinking traps. We are. We're going to talk about thinking traps because we all think. We do all think. <laughs> and mental issues are on the rise. They really are. And probably in every country, but we're just talking about our country. Statistics show that since COVID began, that there are a lot more mental issues flying around in people's brains, right? Well, there is. The, you know, this pandemic has really impacted our lives in lots of ways and and one of those are is through our mental health and so looking at the data the numbers show that anxiety and depression are up 40 50 percent depending on how we're looking at that 40 50 percent over 2019 yes really so it's anxiety and depression yes 
Woo! And up then 40. when like we take down some of those numbers, like su- out of depression, we see that suicide ideation is very yeah. high this year. And what people, about actual suicides, or do we know that? I, I didn't look at those numbers, but the thoughts I was looking because we were focusing thoughts. on the thoughts yeah. on our show, so I was really concentrating on what people are thinking and yeah. a lot of. So we're seeing a lot yeah. more of that hopelessness. Hopelessness, that, yeah. Um, those thoughts like, you know, the world would just be better if I wasn't here kind of thinking. So like some passive thoughts, but we would still Uh, count those. Um, And then loneliness contributed for a high 70% of the depression. Loneliness was one of the factors. 70%. Whoa. So those are some big numbers. You know, they are and cause for concern, I believe, for people like you, psychologist, mental health counselor, um, we always do your commercial in the middle of the show, so they'll get to hear. It goes on for 20 minutes. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> and it does, Tommy, 20 minutes. I swear, I, I sit so. here, and I'm just, like, bored because I've heard it 500 times already. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> She's got jokes. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was a little long when I did it, yeah. but you said, hey, no, whatever. Hey, it is great. It really is. I just I can take a nap during it, but it's okay. She's it's getting right. me back because I harassed her before the show. Yes, he, yes, this is true. She did. So, uh, no, we, we love your commercial. Mine's shorter. But we we do love your commercial, and it does tell all the things that you do. and all the, the Your practice has been almost... Two years, not quite. You're growing like crazy. You added a new counselor this week. Yes, we did. Right. And that is exciting. I mean, the place is just full of people in and out, you know? Yes. So we added our new counselor, Rachel, and she's specializing in tweens, teens, and young adults. Okay, there you go. That takes a lot of so our that we have immediate openings right now. You so. do right. So yes. call seven two seven five zero one six five five seven. That's the number. Your office is in the front of our church building, and uh, so that's how come I know how busy you are I know because you I walk through to go to my <laughs> office, and I mean people everywhere, and it's really cool. Love it. Love yes, it. it's been it's been God great. is really blessed. So we've been doing the show, Angel, seven years almost mm-hmm. in our seventh year. And, you know, we love doing it. But why do we love doing it? Because I'm putting you on the spot. And if you say you don't love doing it, you're fired. No, oh, boy. No, 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 no. Oh, my job's a stick. No, I'm just yes, teasing. Yes, your job. No. Um, you know, I really love doing the show because it's a great way to give real practical help and tools to our audience. It um, is, yeah. People who, you know, there's still a mental health stigma, and I really hope that we've done something to help destigmatize it. But people need real tools. They need hope. They need help. And if nothing, they can listen to a show and get some of it. Oh, absolutely. And before COVID hit, we were doing events, and you've yes. even done one recently, but it's just hard to get people out at the these things at this point right now. But in a few months, maybe by later on in the year, we'll be out in the community more visibly. You will be. Yes, working on getting out. You know, another thing we're working on launching here in the next few months, too, is going back to having some of our mental health workshops. Yeah. And we'll be doing those through, like, live Zoom and hybrid. Oh, that's some great. live people and then live Zoom with a lot of participation. Um, and so those were really great workshops that focused on, like, all kinds of things from goal setting to mindfulness to stress management to relationship communication. Fantastic. So, we look forward so to look, that. Yes. Yeah. So we'll be announcing that, right? Yes. When we're working on gets... getting all that up and going okay. out. Okay. So tonight we're th- talking about thinking traps and in particular the negative thinking traps, right? Yeah. Most people don't get bogged down with positive thinking traps, do they? <laughs> well, actually, you know, you, you say that and you kind of joke, but it, it can 
out of balance actually be a problem be a, for some people. Some people? Okay. Yes. But tonight we're talking about thinking traps that are negative and yes. not good for you. And the first one we want to talk about tonight is black and white, all or nothing, dichotomous thinking. Yes, this is a huge... Dichotomous. That's a big word for you. Dichotomous. Dichotomous thinking. Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> it means having two two parts to the thinking and only two sides to your thinking. Um, and so you know, the, the reason we need to talk about these thinking traps first, I'm going to back up just a second because our thinking is so impactful on our mental health. Oh, it is. And the types oh of gosh, thoughts yeah. we have feed anxiety right. or depression. Um, and so most of the time what I'm finding and the reason I we wanted to do this is just in the counseling room. This has been something that's just we've been going over and over with so many people that I'm like, if you know, all these people are struggling, how many more people could benefit from some Absolutely. of these tools? And so that dichotomous thinking a a lot of people get stuck in that either everything is right or wrong. It's my, you know, black or white. My way is the only way. I can't tell you how many times I've heard All that. All or nothing. All or nothing. And instead of looking at things from maybe possibly other perspectives. Do you think that this is worse right now because of COVID? I think it's worse from a few things. I'm, okay. I'm going to put COVID on the spot because I do think that has contributed to things because yeah, we're in our second year now i and, mean not quite but yes, almost. but not not to get political but the political divide has also yes, created some yes, of this dichotomous thinking like you know one side we're all right they're all wrong they're all right they're all you know so it's also contributed to it not yeah. that everybody on each side does that but it happens yeah um yeah. and so that is also i think contributed to it and i just think it's a way of people to feel more in control when we oh, have things feeling yeah. out of control. So that middle grounds, you know, sometimes it, it can be it takes some mental flexibility, right? So when we're feeling stressed and our brains are not functioning optimally, it's easier for us to just categorize things in two spots. So to pick a side, right? right. And stay with it and get real adamant about it, whether it's political or any other topic, Whatever topic right? you want to put in there, yes. And, and that is easier than being open-minded? Well, for some people, yeah, it really I mean, is. That's, if they I find a that bit a more little strange, but I guess... <laughs> I, I understand, you know, where you're coming I from. I think it makes them feel a little bit more like they have some control okay. when it's we have only two categories. Everything can can go in. And so what if you happen to be married to somebody in the other side of that whatever political, whatever spectrum that might be? We've had a lot of relationship issues this year from dichotomous thinking. Okay. Right. This, so it does cause really big oh problems. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And, you know, what usually is happening is we're lacking that that. Mental flexibility, that ability to see that there may be four or five different perspectives to something. It's okay. not all this way or that way. Um, and so that closed-minded thinking is definitely taking over, and it's a horrible trap. Well, and I know with COVID, it's been hard for a lot of families to get together. But I've also heard people say, I don't want to go to my family right now during the political when it was at its height. Right. Sure. You know, there were so many differences of opinion, but really usually one or two, you know. Sure. But then we can even add to wear a mask, not to wear a mask, oh, to yeah. do this, sure. to get a vaccine, not to get like all these things right. have been dichotomous yes. coming at us. Right. And right. like. You know, society's kind of wanting everyone to kind of just choose their side, right? And that gets us 
thinking in that, and then we start putting everything in this black and white kind of box. And so what happens is if somebody in your family or somebody at work or whoever, somebody you're married to, doesn't agree 100% with the side that you are on of whatever issue it might be, what kind of trauma does that cause in a relationship? Well, it causes a lot of conflict, first of all. Um, so when we, instead of thinking it's okay to disagree, which is right. where we have mental flexibility that we can have different opinions and it's okay. Now it's you're wrong okay. because you don't think like me. And that starts to build resentment and that starts to build conflict. And you know, and if you're wrong, I don't want to talk to you or right. I don't want to spend time with you. Or I'm going to yell at you because I need I'm to convince you how you. wrong you are. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a big thing that's going around. Sure. Don't you think? Yes. Yeah. And so the people that try to say this is the way it has to be and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that's a, th- a, a uh, thinking trap then, a negative thinking trap, right? It absolutely is a negative thinking trap. Most things do not fit in this neat little dichotomous box. There are all kinds of colors in between that things can be. And so it just takes stepping out a little bit and seeing from like a bird's eye perspective sometimes. So why do, especially in the last couple of years, why do people pick a side of an issue and get that personally upset about it because it is a problem and i know it is for a lot of people and their families in their homes and it is their workplace why is it that picking a side is like so important i guess i'm trying to say like an identity that's what that's the word i'm looking for part of our identity part of the identity but, you know, and think about it. People have lost their jobs this year. Yes, yes. They have had their kids schooling from home oh, or yeah. hybrid, half home, half at school, and all their schedules are mixed up and lack of all these things that they had in their norm. Right. And, like, their identities kind of got a little shaken up. Mm-hmm. And so people have fallen prey to this thinking trap of black and white or dichotomous right. thinking because it makes them feel like a they have an identity and they want you to think like them so that they're feel correct in their identity too oh okay so it actually supports their theory sure so there's no middle ground with dichotomous thinking right no middle ground no gray no middle no No saying you know i see that point yeah let me think on that or no it's not like that right correct it becomes something that fuels a fire between people yes very much so. And we're, that's where we're seeing all kinds of conflicts um, and, you know, dating relationships, marriage relationships, family relationships, relationships with coworkers. Like, right. Yes. So let's assume there's a listener that's saying, oh, yeah, I got that going on and whatever, you know, in their family or wherever. Mm-hmm. What can you advise people about this? Well, are we the one doing the dichotomous thinking? Or are we the one experiencing someone else doing it? Well, Which let's start by we saying we're it? the one experiencing it. Okay, from in someone the family, else. Let's well, say. So that you bring a great question. I've had a few sessions on this question this week alone. Um, and part of it is not not attending every discussion or argument we're invited to. Part of it is knowing when not to get involved with something. Okay. Sometimes backing up and not putting an opinion or a thought out there is... A better way to not fuel the fire. Right. Just to sit and listen mm-hmm. or leave the conversation. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. I mean, especially like in our work environment, we don't we don't have to keep fanning those flames. We right. can. You don't have to have a dog in every fight. Is that what you're you saying? You do not have to attend every fight you are attend or every discussion <laughs> or every argument you are invited to. And will that help your mental health if you don't get involved that in some of these dichotomous? Uh, absolutely help your mental traps. health because you know it takes a lot of energy. Yeah. To get into these, and these are really strong discussions slash becomes. Fights, altercations verbally. And there's a lot of passion and emotion behind this. And no one's going to win these discussions. There isn't going to be a winner. You know? No, because from from the temperature in our culture over the last couple years, it has been you are either this or you are that. Right. And that is just a sign of the times or what? Part of like stress? What is it? I think it's been a shift in culture. I think it's come from a lot of different things from the stressors we've been experiencing that we've had no coping skills to handle um, to the way politics became, you know, the way they had so and volatile. just kept going into every kind of, it's in a lot of our areas of our lives at this okay. point. And so for the person who says, yeah, I've experienced that um, and I really have quit talking to this person because of that. But I really like would like to be friends with that person again. What give it time, or what do you what do you sure. suggest? Sure, I mean you, we can back off. We can give things time, let emotions cool down, and just know maybe there's certain discussions we don't have with certain people. Right. You know, and that's okay. You know, I mean, go back a few like not to bring go political, but go back a few presidential elections when somebody voted for the opposite candidate. Did we never talk to them again? Like that wasn't even it a wasn't thought even in our part mind, of that. right? No. Like that's like almost an expectation today. Like, oh, you voted for them. I can't, you know, mm-hmm. be your friend. And I've seen so many people put that on their social media. I don't even want to be your friend if you voted for the other person. That's sad. That's the dichotomous okay, thinking we're so in Okay, so that now. is dichotomous thinking and probably one of the most extreme, but it, it is it's happening. It's an extreme, but it's a, a common extreme. It's a common thing. So you can back off, mm-hmm. and uh, but if, a, if at this person, let's say it's your dad, mm-hmm. I mean, somebody in your life that's close to you, you can't really cut off that communication entirely. You can't, and I'm going to go personal on this for you because you, you brought it up. So... Um, my dad and I have very different belief systems and a lot of your areas. dad was sitting right he in that chair over last, last week. week. We have very different belief systems in a lot of areas, P- politics, one, you know, faith, one. There's a lot of areas we have very different beliefs. And we just I know those are discussions I can't have with him. Right. So we can because you about, have had them at one point and, and, and they're not just go not well. productive. And it's, right. you know, it is what it is, and he has every right to feel the way he does, and I have every right to feel the way I do. And I just know that's not a topic we're talking okay, about. Okay, so you hit on something very important. When you are in a situation where it's a dichotomous thing here, it's so important to allow the other person their right to have their opinion. Of course. Right? Yes. But I think a lot of people feel compelled to push yes. their thoughts down the throat of the other person. Right? Yes. And take away the person's freedom of thought, expression, and feeling regarding whatever subject we're in the dichotomous mm-hmm. thinking on. Mm-hmm. Everyone has the right I've to been, their feelings. I've been told before on a political something a few years back, you're just ignorant. Sure. I've been, the insults start and, coming out. But it's really not true. I'm I'm pretty well versed in a lot of it. So, uh, but, but the insults come and then you don't know what to do to, to respond sure. to that like, Okay, then, you know, because that's 
ignorance is kind of not a nice attribute to have. Sure. And like that's what starts happening in this dichotomous thinking when we can't, you know, convince or bring them over to our side. Then we start, you know, putting them down and insulting people. And like it can cause severe relationship damage. And so when we are involved with somebody that has that kind of thinking, we just need to know which topics we need to back off from. Okay. And and back off from it. So that's the first negative thinking trap. It's dichotomous thinking. Yes, it is. Okay, let's go to the second one. Focusing on the negative. They see everything through a negative filter. Yes. You know how on your camera you can put or, you know, and our phones have our cameras now, but but you can put filters on them. Mm-hmm. You can put filters on them. And so human minds are wired with a negative filter, right? Mm-hmm. We thrive off of negative information. You mean that's negative. the way we ca- were born? That's how we see everything. We, we look for the negative. We look for the bad. We look for the wrong. Okay, so it's actually something that is our default. Mm-hmm. Our default attitude is negative? Sure. I mean, and think about how we are presented with information news it's mostly the negative right because that's grabbing our attention we're going to remember it we are negative focus like that's just kind of what what we're wired to do okay so this thinking trap is one of those that when we fall into it by just letting that natural way of seeing things negatively continue to go on and so this is where I look at everything I'm looking for what's wrong I'm looking for what could go wrong I'm looking for what you're doing wrong I'm just looking for the negative and everything so instead of oh it's been a nice day out my negative thinking person be like oh well it was too cold or it was not enough clouds in the sky my kids always used to teach me uh, tease me when they were little because we come to Florida on vacation because my sisters and my parents lived in this area before we moved down and um we would would say okay tomorrow we're going to the beach and we get up and be really cloudy you know and i they say well we can't go it's cloudy no no we're going get ready get the mom don't you realize it's gonna it looks like it's gonna rain and so i mean we have story after story of where we would have to sit under the pier at clearwater when you could do that clear back pier 60 a long time ago Mm -hmm. while the rain passed over and then of course it was nice yeah. But I was always teased for like, you're always believing it's going to, the sun's going to come out. Yeah, the sun's going to come out in Florida. Usually, usually. It usually does come back around. But yeah, so this seeing the negative side, this natural looking for what's wrong. You know, it's funny. I was in Jamaica. Uh, it was a while back, but I was in Jamaica and um, wanted really badly to go see some of the outside markets and do some uh, zip lining down some of the mountains and stuff and it started to rain and like we were with a tour group and a lot of the people were just so upset and discouraged that it was raining and our little tour guide just smiled and he goes liquid sunshine and like it made the whole like it just changed the atmosphere of our little tour and it was like okay let's do this you know and you so, did it in the rain and we did it in the rain and i had great pictures and a great time <laughs> okay rainy zip lining we will be <laughs> back to talk more about this wonderful negative talk topic tonight don't go anywhere stay with us we're on facebook live if you want to ask some questions
entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. Dr. Angel Falzoni specializes in a variety of therapeutic areas including trauma, depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, stress management, self-esteem, interpersonal relationships, ADHD, behavioral addictions, as well as spirituality issues. A Florida native, she holds multiple degrees, including a bachelor's in education and philosophy, a master's of arts in professional counseling and marriage and family therapy, and a PhD in psychology. Dr. Angel is also a Florida licensed mental health counselor. She has worked with youth and adolescents for 14 plus years and has worked extensively in women's mental health for the past six years. She has worked in agencies providing mental health services to family and youth at high risk. Dr. Angel is an accomplished psychotherapist who works with children, teens, adults, couples, and families. Dr. Angel has advanced training and experience in working with LGBTQ-specific individuals and issues. Dr. Angel can help you. Just call for an appointment at 727-501-6557 or online at drangelsdevelopment.com. Dr. Angel Falzoni, support for individuals, couples, and families. 727-501-6557. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. be the best day of your life. I got a nice nap in during that commercial from Dr. Angel. I knew it. I knew it. Because, I mean, I didn't realize it was that long. (laughs) But it was really good, though. I mean, I learned a lot about you and, you know... And Tommy, when when we play that every week, she sits in here and she goes, that's me, that's me. You know, meaning herself. She's... Don't you? (laughs) Yes, I do. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And she's really, you know... I don't know how you've had time to have three kids and do anything else, because <laughs> after you go through that commercial, you realize how busy your life has been. It really has been With three busy. children. With three children. It's totally amazing. You are amazing. I don't know about all that. I'm tired. <laughs> Maybe that makes sense why I feel tired a lot. I just like to tease you. No, you have a lot of accomplishments. But it is fun teasing you. You are teasable. I'm very teasable. I do realize that. Okay. All and right. I can take that. Because you, you know that? what? Humor is really good. And yeah. it's fun to have that banter and teasing. Yeah. We need more of that. We do, yes. Yes. And I can dish it out, so watch out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so I'm not complaining because, I mean, you do have a whole big long list, but it is gives me plenty of time for one of those just little quick 
quick doze off. Just a little doze. A little doze. All right. Welcome back to the second half of Go Yard. And we're seeing a lot of people come oh, on Alicia to Facebook. Is and she's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> they're, now they're telling her, Tommy, on Facebook. They're telling her how amazing she is. See what all that did. Oh, my gosh. Her head just swelled up right there. Okay. But, yes, you are. We know you are. Anyway. Um, and that's being positive about yourself, that right? That is being positive. That's not a, th- a negative thing. Thinking trap. That is not a negative. You're thinking, thinking trap. okay, yeah, I can do this. Yes. Because a lot of people get in a slump in life where they feel so down on themselves. And I think a lot of times they strike out at others because they're down on themselves. They do. Um, and when we're stressed and when we're down on ourselves and when we're feeling defeated or we're feeling unsure, you know, and you know, having success in life or accomplishing things in life doesn't mean we never feel defeated or we never right. feel unsure or we, you know, we have no. it all together. It just means that we keep going when we feel that way. We look for people that can help encourage us or, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We're looking for the positive instead of looking for everything that could go wrong. But when you look seriously, now I'm being serious for a minute. Okay. When you listen to all your accomplishments and as young as you are. And with three kids, it is totally amazing. And that meant some mental um, uh, focus, mm-hmm. stability, uh, it's goal orientation. I mean, that's what a lot of people do not have, especially at this time right now, because they're defeated by all this crazy yeah. stuff going on all the time. Well, and you know what? For me, it really meant doing a lot of things unsure and sometimes afraid. Yeah. You know, when I stepped out doing of afraid, doing it afraid, I stepped out of, you know, a corporate mental health job and went into private practice like that was a huge leap of uncertainty. And, oh, yeah, you know, it was scary. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I had surrounded myself with a great bunch of people that just encouraged me and helped me along the way. But it, it's been, you know, it's been a journey, but you, you don't stop when that fear comes in. Right. You don't stop when you have that panic like, oh, my gosh, is this, you know, am I going to make it? Am I going to, you know, you just do what you can do. And the only way you can do that is to not wear a negative filter over your brain all the time. And that was our second trap, right? That was if our you second just, trap. If you just tuned in, the first trap was dichotomous thinking, where it's either black or white, right? Mm-hmm. And you get stuck in that, and there's no middle ground, and you don't like people to discuss things with you that don't agree with you. That's the first negative sure. trap. The second one, the negative filter, where everything... Everything, it, it, it's nothing's good. Nothing's right. good. It's, it's not, it's, it's not going to be good. Oh, no. Right. It filters through the fear and the uncertainty right. and the doubt and what can go wrong. You know, and to kind of pull ourselves through that, first of all, we have to be purposeful and intentional because right. it's natural to want to look for the, the negative. And so we have to be purposeful about finding what's right. Right. You know, when I teach parenting classes, you know, the parents want to always come in here and they're, oh, my kid does this wrong and this wrong and this wrong and that wrong. And I get a laundry list. And then I look at them and I stop. Well, so what does your child do? That's right. And most of them are just like their jaw drop. They don't they don't know how to answer me because they're not thinking about the things because they're looking right. through the negative filter. Right? right. So they're just seeing all these. So these poor children have to sit and listen to all these things they do wrong. Mm-hmm. But what are they doing right? And and I work Boy, when we're working good. with parenting. We're working on catching the things they do right and acknowledging it. Right. Because that's what we want to grow and foster in them. Right. Yes. The positive stuff. And that's true for relationships. Right. Yes. Because if you have that negative filter on and your husband can't do anything right or your wife is always always messing up and always making you mad or whatever the case may be 
it's never going to get better. It's going to get worse, really. Sure, because that's what you're looking for. You're that's looking what you're going to find you're what looking. you're looking for. Or parents of teens, you know, mm-hmm. so often get a teen who really messes up young, 12, 13, and then that's kind of their brand for, for a sure. while. Sure, and, and then they start becoming that because they're branded as that, and we, it doesn't have to go that way. And a lot of those are failure to launch, so they still are in your basement. We don't have basements in Florida, but they're still in your house, like, you know. Sure, sure. Many years later. Sure, because they've become paralyzed, and given those messages, you're not, you know, you'll never be able to make it on your own. You'll never amount to anything. Like you're an you're idiot. not smart you're an enough. Idiot. You're, you're not, not smart enough, yeah. You can't save money, whatever. Do you know what we say? There's a verse in the Bible. It's Proverbs eighteen twenty one that says words are either good or they're bad, basically. They're either good fruit or they're poison, mm-hmm. so to speak. I can't remember exactly, but that's the essence of it. And and I think that so often we as parents, grandparents, teachers, whatever, can can kind of mark a kid as being troublesome or being difficult. One of my grandsons in high school, he was like kind of like a clown in the in the class, you know? And one teacher actually called him out one day and said, you're just a clown. You're never going to amount to anything. And he called me crying, or not crying, but really upset, okay? As it turned out, he's this is a few years later, and he's very successful. But it bothered him that the teacher actually said that in front of other people. In the classroom, you're never going to mount anything. You're just a class clown. You know, he's wow. got a great, you know, comedic wit about him. But it's 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 interesting how just that one incident. And we don't I think so often, Dr. Angel, we forget how important our words are to people. We do forget how important our words are. And sometimes well, a lot of times I think we need to stop and not say some of the things that come out of our mouth. You know, and a lot of times we are under a lot of stress and pressure right now with everything happening and continuing to happen and all this unknown that we aren't we're becoming reactive and not responsive. Mm-hmm. And we're saying some really terrible things that are going to leave lasting scars on people's okay. lives. Amplify on that sentence, reactive instead of responsive. So reactive is that impulsive, emotional thing we do. So when our person in our life, you know, maybe they give us a weird look or have a bad attitude, we come back and insult them or put them down. Or if our kid doesn't do something they're supposed to, we're we're using, you know, words that are really harmful. And I'll tell you what, I can't tell you how many times I sit in this counseling room with people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and they're going, when I was six years old, this person said that to me. Uh, And when I was, right, those scars are so deep. They are deep. deep. I have heard it as a pastor in counseling over and over again, and that this is how my dad always referred to me or this is the name he called me or or a kid in school or a yeah. teacher or yes. a church leader or like it can be anybody and, and, can, and so really in order to break negative thinking traps we got to start with ourselves oh yeah not looking at the other hey do i fall into this do i yell and scream at my kid or my grandkid do or I whatever say things that are mean or hurtful right. uh, yeah do am i mean right yeah yeah yeah. And we need to stop. It'd be better I'm going to say quit nothing. being mean to you now. Well, Tommy, you. I, I've had a realization. <laughs> I've just I'm had sorry. a light bulb come on. And Tommy's on the phone. 
We call that a blinding flash of the obvious, but go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I should treat you better, right? <laughs> Not make fun of all your accomplishments. Oh, and, yes. Oh, right? Yes. I should. But no, in all seriousness, we really need to watch the words that are coming we out do. of our mouth. We do. We absolutely do. Okay, let's go to the third one. Overgeneralization. Oh, oh, this is another big one we're seeing a lot in our culture, too. So if one thing is, you know, wrong, we think they'll kind of throw it all, everything and that falls in that group is wrong or bad or so we or good. It could go either way, but we're in negative thinking traps. Overgeneralization is when we take something that happened. Maybe you had an experience with a, an older person in the grocery store. Now, like all older people are just mean people, right? Like that's overgeneralization. Okay. Instead of it, it, taking this one, or if you have one kid that acts a fool or, you know, in the restaurant, oh, I don't want any kids around me. Like that's overgeneralization. And I've heard people say, hey, I've seen how kids act. I don't want any, any kids. of them. Right. I don't want any kids. All kids are that. bad. You know, and it's not like that at all. No. Overgeneralization is kind of, it's hard to say, it's kind <laughs> of uh, actually a big trap for people because they can get that mindset of, you know, oh, I would never drive that kind of a car or I would never, yes. I would never date that or I would not, you know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it can go down to what cell phone company people use, their race, their religion, their their age groups. It, it, can, it can go into all color of their hair, like all kinds of things people start using as an overgeneralization and then classifying these people wrong or negative in some way because maybe they had a negative experience or thought they had a negative experience with one person right of that group right right and and it's dangerous because it goes back into first of all it's not true right it's not accurate and we're closing our mind we're going back in that dichotomous thinking that Okay, Bad. don't you think, and I think one of our hot topics in the U.S. and maybe, maybe globally right now is racism. Sure, absolutely. Okay, and it has gotten worse and worse and worse. And, um, and I mean, look at all the, the riots last summer and everything that we went through. And I, there's too many people in, let's just say, our nation that tend to think all people that are brown, that are Latino or Mexican or whatever, are a certain thing. And they fi- they have a file on what those people all sure. are, right? And uh, this hits me because of growing up in Central America, because I love... I love the Hispanic culture and black culture, too. And there's so many people that are so they've got it uh, pigeonholed in their mind about a color of someone's skin and how that affects that relationship with that person. Absolutely. I'm on a soapbox. You are on a soapbox, but it, it's very true and it's very rampant in our in our society. It really bothers today. me. It bothers it hurt it's hurtful. You know, when uh last summer I remember that what I kept hitting over over my head, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All. For all. All. Not just the white people. Right. And this is not a, we try not to be political or anything like that. But 
This is an an example of general over generalization. It's, it's a great, right? a, a prevalent one that we're seeing right. a lot of. Okay, if your skin is not the same color as my skin, even though I work at getting a tan so I can be just the same color as you, uh, you know that that means these this set of things about you. Right? <laughs> we're getting thumbs up over there in the gallery. <laughs> Our buddy Gene comes on right after us with Doctor Dukes. And they are beautiful black men in there, so that they're giving us a thumbs up. That's great. But I feel very strongly about this. You know I do. I know. And, and, and part of that is growing up in Central America, and part of it is, is seeing how white privileged people tend to, I don't know, put down... Uh, I don't know what the word is. Be yeah, We value things based on uh, right. these external whatever. And it can be all kinds of stuff. It, race is definitely one of the big ones. Um, I literally had a conversation with a woman a couple weeks ago, and she walks in my office, and she's like, all right, I'm going to lay it to you straight. She's like, I'm black, I'm gay, I'm Christian. And there was one and more. deal with it. <laughs> and there was like one other thing. And she's like, and I don't fit in any group. Because all the other groups can't accept it. Okay, and that's a good example of this kind of stuff, right? Because the labels have gotten our society in a whole lot of trouble, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, even oh, when... Oh, she was a law enforcement officer, so oh, she was a that's law- what it was. She's like, I have no... I just don't fit anywhere. And she was no. really lonely and really isolated and really, like, struggling, but that is a black mark on our culture. That is. That somebody can feel bad about themselves because they're different than the majority. But what is it? By 2050, white people will not be the majority in That's this true. nation. Right? So get used to it. Yes. Right? Yes. And besides, back to my original point that I was on the soapbox about, we can be all about somebody's color of their skin when it's not about that it's about their nature their are they kind yes. are they gentle yes are they fun to be around yes i mean and 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 we're seeing more interracial interracial marriages partnerships now and i think that's great i think it's I, I really do and but but back 30 years ago 60 years ago it wasn't like that in the oh, united no. states we have a caller. We have a caller who wants to yell at me. I think <laughs> Doctor Dukes is going to yell at me right now. <laughs> Don't yeah, no, yeah, he's you're not right. <laughs> yeah, you do, you do got a call. I'm just going to quote Doctor Martha Luther King. Okay. You don't judge a man by his color of his skin. You judge him by his character. Amen. And a man's character is one things of comfort. You can't judge his character then, but when things aren't going good. That's when you judge a man's character and that's not right. by the color of his skin. That's right. That's exactly right. Okay. So you seem to be real with you. If you want a real, you know, realism. Yeah. You know, uh, King Solomon said you force people to see the truth and they only hate you. That's right. That's right. Okay. So w- w- what I'm getting from you is you're a black lady. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, you're Hispanic. No, no. I'm. I, I'm. You're m- brown. No, I've got a tan. I was born in Marion, Indiana to white parents. I am totally white, but my my grandparents, I've got I've got English, German, Cherokee, Indian, all kinds of stuff, but I grew up in Central America as a missionary's kid's daughter. So, right, but so I, we should all be 
we're all like if you look at a tree of life, right? Right. And every leaf is a tree of life. Right. And then when one of the leaves are bad, the tree of life hurts. We're all connected. That's right. There are Black Lives Matter. You know, the first time I heard them, hmm. they said pigs in a blanket fry them up. No. Oh. And then I saw all the looting that went on, mm-hmm. right? All yeah. the businesses being burnt down. Right. All black businesses being burnt down. Mm-hmm. Then I heard seeing cops being thrown bottles at and all that stuff. So that was a mob mentality. Sure. And then yeah. when I saw the Capitol, it was the opposite. It was the same thing. Yeah. In other words, what I'm trying to say to you is you, you can't pick and choose right. when you want to have racism. Right. And it, like I'm at a I'm at a stadium or watching the kids play football and all the African Americans didn't stand up for the national anthem. Mm. Because yeah. it's Black Lives Matter. Okay. Right? Sit down. Yeah. So I just want to let you know there's racism on both sides. There is. There oh, is. Absolutely. We agree. We but agree I didn't with hear that. you say that though. Well, we hadn't gotten there yet. <laughs> okay. You were celebrating that in two thousand fifty the whites won't have control but we should all be equal as one absolutely, absolutely. that is exactly right? what we believe yes and then, and then also you have a oneness with god too amen yes it. absolutely and the way you have a oneness with god is to see the good in people in that's other words, right yes yes give and ask no reward right love with no price tag and treat everybody as one you are exactly right a unit of one you are exactly come right. come at it with love because where love is, God is. That's right. You're exactly right. God is love. That's what it's all so about. So I'm going to turn, I'm going to hang up and I want to hear you say something nice about the whiteies, okay? <laughs> Be happy to. Yes, I am white. Okay, so I'm going to hang up and let me hear you say something good. Okay. <laughs> white people, yeah. It doesn't, my point really is, and thank you for calling in, caller. Uh, my point really is that it shouldn't be about the color of our skin. It's about the character, and he made that point in the yes. beginning of what he just shared with us. It is not about color. It should not be. There's great people, every color of whatever. Right. So I guess our point here on the third negative thinking trap was overgeneralization. And that was how we got on this and how I got on my little rant is that we can't generalize people into a category. It depends on an individual and how they behave. And with that, I'm going to add this. Wrong is wrong if everybody's doing it. Right. Or if nobody's doing it, hey, and violence, right is right. Violence, right. looting, uh, breaking doors down, windows, all that's bad. Whether exactly. I don't care what color right. your skin wrong is. is. Wrong and wrong is wrong. It's not dependent on who is or isn't doing it. If that's something right. is wrong, it's wrong. And violence, I mean, that, that's wrong. And so this is number three on our list, which we didn't get very far tonight. We so really we, did it. It's but right. it's been no, a really no, no. great show. We've had it, some good it, discussions. It and so what a thinking trap, this is thinking trap number three. When we overgeneralize because somebody's got this color skin or somebody went to an Ivy League university, sure. right? Or somebody never finished eighth grade. Or, sure. And we put them in boxes. Sure. And we overgeneralize. We do. We do that. And that's such a thinking trap. And it's not fair. It's not right. And it's not. It's hurting us. Right. Not only the other people we, you know, interact with. And our caller, whatever your name is, thank you, sir, for calling in. um, 
you know, the the thing is, we've got to look at a person's heart. That's how God looks at people. Sure. There's a verse in Second Chronicles 16.9 that says, The eyes of the Lord roam to and fro around the earth, looking for those whose hearts are completely His. Not looking for white people or black people or whatever, because we're all going to be together in heaven if we get there. Right? True. So... But God looks at the heart, and we should too, and not overgeneralize. And take each situation, not just an individual. You may have one bad interaction with an individual. It doesn't mean the whole individual's bad. Right. It might be that they just had a bad day or something's going on with them. Like, we have to stop this overgeneralization on. We do. You know, I mean, I've seen people have, you know, get a weird face from somebody and their family think they were, you know, snarled at them. I'm not talking to them and wouldn't talk to them for 20 years oh, gosh, over yes. nothing. And it was, oh, yeah. you know, totally nothing. We got to stop that, too. Oh, yeah. I, that's one thing that's been hard as as a pastor these years that I've seen in, in counseling is people that hold family grudges or hold old um, ex-husband grudges or whatever forever and can tell you exactly how they were hurt and why, and they just keep on with that story. Right. Or if I dislike the person, everybody who knows me needs to also dislike the same person. Yeah, because if my enemy is your enemy, now we're buddies. Right. Right. And so all of this is dangerous is what we're talking about. Yes. That was a spirited discussion. That it was sure good. Was. That was good. And and so I really think, Dr. Angel, in these thinking traps, you need to sum it up. But this is serious stuff. People take need to take a look at their own heart, their own mm-hmm. life, don't you think? Absolutely. And so, you know, if we are, you know, doing that black and white thinking, that dichotomous thinking, we need to step back a little bit, look at other possibilities, look at other perspectives. Give each other the freedom to have our own opinions, oh, and we yeah. don't have to convince anybody else of what you know our opinion is. They don't have to think like us for us to love them or accept them. Um, and step back in our world, see how that that's. But isn't that freeing? Mm-hmm. I mean, really, doesn't that bring freedom to your life when you don't? People don't have to measure up to the standard that you put up for them. So freeing, absolutely, and so. Getting rid of shedding that dichotomous thinking, that black and white thinking, you know, taking off that negative filter that we see our world through and start looking at purposefully and intentionally looking for the good, looking for the positive. You know, I'm going to challenge all of our listeners, you know, the people you live with, go home and make a list of the 10 things that you that are great about that person that you live with for each person in your house. Like, wow, I know we've all picked up the phone and told everybody all the bad stuff, you know, the clothes on the floor and the toilet lid left undone or whatever it is. What about some of the good stuff they're doing? Yeah. Let's choose Are you going to do that with your full household? <laughs> <laughs> you really I'm have. I'm sorry. No, I, had to, I had to go there. But I'm just saying, we re- let's, t- let's take the dare. We let's should. No, we different. should. Well, see, I live alone with my dog, so <laughs> it's really easy for me i can yeah she's got great attributes my dog and so anyway okay so that was a good assignment i i take that challenge i'm sure you (laughs) will take that challenge that's right we're going on next week with negative thinking traps part two thank you caller for calling in we love it when people call in and comment it's really good go yard seventh year we're having a great time you want to sum up anything else about this tonight besides giving assignments well i just want (laughs) i want to challenge people to look at themselves and see where they're which of these negative thinking 
drinking trap supply to them because sure. I, I what I found a lot of people do a few of these um, constantly, kind of over and over. And so, and if you're finding yourself, it's not a shame. It's hey, let's do something different about it. You know, exactly. we can change what we can recognize. Right, we can. And so often we don't change because we don't recognize it. Exactly, we ignore it. Right, right, and it's not pointed out to us. Right, and then these crazy people get on radio and say all this stuff like us we say this stuff and so they start thinking <laughs> well, you can call yourself crazy but i don't i'm not going in that category tonight <laughs> she's a peacemaker tommy she may think it but she's not going to call me that right and not so, on the air i'm not, not on, <laughs> you're being so sweet okay so really i like this topic and i think a lot of us get into these habits of being very negative. Sure. And we want and to talk about it's a trap. It and we want to talk about what's feeding our anxiety and our depression. It starts right in the thoughts. It does start in the thoughts. It definitely does. So we're going to talk more about this next week. Tell somebody, hey, why don't you listen to this show with me next week? And uh, feel free to call in. We love it when you call in. And uh, have a great week. And go to TantalkNetwork.com. Go to podcasts. Go to Go Yard to hear more of our shows. We've got tons there from all these years. This has been Dr. Angel. I'm so glad you remember who you were tonight. And Mama Mac. And we'll see you next week. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.